0: We raised six kids, and as they were growing up, there were times when my children had something to tell me about my parenting, and I really didn't want to hear it. It was often because I was a hypocrite. They'd say, well, how come you get to, or why are you yelling? It's like, um, oh, man, that's uncomfortable. Um, one of the best ways for me to respond to those moments was to just shut up and listen and not defend myself or justify myself. I didn't do that so well all the time, but I did learn over time to be receptive to some criticism because I am not a perfect parent. Now, if you can join that club of I am not a perfect parent, um, stay tuned. I think you'll enjoy this episode. I'm John Fuller, joined by uh, Dr. Danny Huerta. He leads our parenting department. And Danny, what does it communicate to my kid when, as a parent, I don't want to really receive their criticism?
1: Well, when you don't, it, it really disconnects the conversation. Uh, when they come to you with a criticism and you accept it, it shows that you care about the relationship. You have that teachable heart you're wanting to model in your home. Even though it's not easy for you to take that, it sets a culture in your home that we're all teachable and I'll take feedback from you and I care about you, and, and I, I'm not needing to defend anything. I'm an imperfect person trying to navigate love. And one of the things that I'll tell my kids, if they bring something up, I'll say, hey, thank you for bringing that up, and uh, you're welcome for giving you an opportunity to practice love. <laughs> it's <laughs> you, a gift to you. That's you know? good. I like yeah. that. Did you
0: find it, uh, that, that the criticisms— your children shared kind of increased in both their frequency and their intensity as they became teenagers
1: oh yes yes that they'll come in with their opinion and uh sometimes it's an observation we need to hear and if they see that you uh are open to hearing it it does increase a a sense of trust between the two of you and you're able to speak life into that uh just like A couple episodes ago, we talked about that life-giving reproof. Sometimes that can come from our own kids saying Mm -hmm. something that we need to hear, and God could be speaking through that. So pay attention to that. Sometimes it may be out of anger or hangriness or other things that's hitting your child, and you'll just have to have wisdom as to which one's make sense and show that moldable heart and show that you're still growing every day.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, let's go ahead and grow together as we hear more from Dr. Meg Meeker. She has some great thoughts for especially raising daughters in today's world. In a previous episode, she described four unhealthy moms, the needy mom, controlling mom, distant mom, and best friend mom. Meg, let me ask you
2: for the mom who is going, wow, I think I'm at least one of those four, maybe three of the four, maybe four of the four. What can she do differently? How does she communicate in a healthy way with her daughter? Do you sit down and say, honey, I may have done some things that have been damaging to our relationship, Mm -hmm. and I've done that unintentionally, Mm -hmm. but I heard this program today, and Have I tried to be your friend's friend? Has that been embarrassing to you? I mean, I'm assuming that's what you can do, but is it good to be that
3: bold? It is. And one of the things I'll do with our kids and even as adult kids, because I'll notice after certain conversations, they'll, they'll throw darts at me and they're adult women. And so I'll go to them and say, you know, clearly something I'm doing is irritating to you. And I don't want to be that way. Could you tell me what that is? And often. Be honest. Be honest. What is that? But here's the hard part. When your kids tell you that, it's really painful. Because.
2: Don't strike back.
3: Don't strike back. You say, thank you so much. And then change that because a lot of that comes through our conversation with our daughters you know we don't realize our tone we don't realize the words we're saying we don't realize what we're communicating to our daughters and, I'm laughing
2: because dads do the same thing do right? they yeah yeah.
3: yeah yeah. but in general I think dads are a little bit better listeners but what a mother will tend to do and I've done this a million times you ask your daughter a question she starts to tell you her answer and halfway through her answer we're formulating our correction of that answer <laughs> (laughs) And we started as soon as she stops. And what the daughter gets is you could care less about anything I, I have to say. You have an agenda, mom. You're trying to push me in one direction. So, listening and, but listening and particularly listening to what your girls have to say about you and their relationship with you is critical to a healthy relationship. But you have to be a strong enough adult. To take it and say, thank you so much. I'm going to, from now on, I'm not going to wear any of your clothes <laughs> and it's your day. And I'm going to back off with you and your friends. I'm not going to write on your Facebook page or whatever and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Meg, what's so
2: awesome. And of course we're touching on those things where you can improve as you're listening and you're going, wow, yeah, I'm one of the four. I've got that behavior. But the good news is your daughters are looking to you for that unique input a mother and only a mother mm-hmm. can provide. Speak to that healthiness, though, in that relationship. When it's working well, what is a mom truly providing their daughters?
3: Oh, That's a great question. Mom really is a, a loving mentor. First of all, she's showing the daughter how to live. So she needs to um, speak to her husband well. You know, I don't, We don't swear in our house. I don't think I've ever sworn to, well, speak respectfully to your husband. She'll learn that's how a marriage goes. But I got to ask
2: you, okay, come on. Let's be real. Is there times that you're wanting to say something? Maybe not, you know, a bad word, but I'm saying just respond negatively. How do you catch that trigger? How do you swallow that word you Mm. actually want to say?
3: Well, that's great. Walt has a saying. He (laughs) says, you know, you're 90% nice person and 10% pit bull. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there you go.
2: So he's experienced that 10%. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. He said, so when the pit bull comes out, I'm going to call you on it. And, you know, I really don't want you... Uh, saying anything demeaning in front of our kids. And I've done it, particularly when your kids are young and you're stressed and you're exhausted. So I think it's really important that mothers pay attention to how we talk to people. Because even with our tone, I will talk down to Walt, like, I can't believe you did something so stupid.
2: (laughs) I'm laughing because, yeah, yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And I I think, oh, (laughs) and then I'll say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean that. And, um, it's funny, that'll happen in our personal relationship, but never in our professional relationship.
2: Oh, man. At work.
3: Scary. Never. Hmm. I'd never say that to him as a colleague. So
2: you, you see him as a doctor.
3: I, I, I say, <laughs> I can't believe you gave our, my patient that medication. What we were you thinking? I'd never say that. <laughs> So but you're but like I the rest of us. We go
0: home and that's kind of and where it's, the it's like ugly why? part is. Why?
3: I out. treat yeah. him worse at home than I do at the yeah. office. So but I think that a healthy mother is one who knows how to love her daughter well as an adult to a child. And a healthy mother is one, and this is so critically important, that understand that we are to discipline our daughters because discipline is what teaches them self-control. Huh. I see so many mothers don't want to t- correct their kids and say, here's what you should do is right. Here's what you shouldn't do it's wrong. And they say, I'm going to let my child pick his way because they need to express themselves. And I say, look, if I just sort of let myself go according to my instincts, I'd weigh 400 pounds and I'd sit and watch, you know, monk reruns all day long. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the way you live in life. So you've got to early on teach your kids, no, you don't talk to me mm-hmm. like that when you're three. You need self-control. But a lot of mothers in particular, and this is I see this routinely in the majority of my patients, don't want to tell their daughters, no, you can't do that and mean it uh, because they, they just don't want to get a stranglehold on their daughters. And they think it's bad for them. You have to teach your daughters how to say no. And they have to hear it from you because if they don't hear you say, no, you can't do that, guess what? That when they're 14 or 15 or 16 – They're not going to be able to say to somebody, no, you can't do that. So you teach them boundaries for themselves so that they can set boundaries when they really need to do that.
0: Danny, that is such an important point that Meg made about teaching your daughter to say no, giving her the power to say no. Uh, How do we balance um, the no against the culture and still have a fun, loving environment in the home. I mean, it, it sounds like I'm kind of a killjoy in this process.
1: It does, doesn't it? Just the word no, if we said no on the show, there's a negative connotation, negative automatic response we have to the word no. And then when somebody says yes, you actually have a natural, and that researchers have found this, that so you have a naturally positive response to the word yes. Now, many times we want to say yes because we don't want to disappoint people we don't want to uh, offend someone. We don't want conflict. Uh, the, the highest percentage of personality that we have in culture is peacemakers. And so um, a lot of people just want to make people happy and deal with the, the ramifications later. It's important to uh, teach your, your daughter, your kids really, that saying no is a very loving thing to do because you're being honest, you're being genuine. You're practicing self confidence. You're practicing having a voice. You're allowing conflict there if it needs to be in order to become a better, to build a better relationship. But also, you're defining your belief system and who you are. There are a lot of very positive, healthy things that can be shaped with the word no. And you need to figure out why am I tempted to just say yes when I probably should say no? Hmm. Teach your kids self awareness. If they did say yes to something they should have said no to instead of shaming that, saying, well, wh- why do you think you said yes to something you thought you needed to say no to? What happened there? What was inside of you as you tried to wrestle through that? And how can you handle that next time? Because that flood of emotion is going to hit you again, and I, I want you to be able to say what you need to say in order to create connectedness with that person Hmm. that you needed to say no to.
0: You are so good about asking questions and about giving suggested scripts for us as parents and as kids, and I appreciate uh, your insights a great deal, Danny. And I just want uh, listeners to know that we have a number of resources from Danny and his team on our website, including one article. Uh, It's called 13 Lessons Dads Can Teach Their Daughters, very much along the lines of what uh, Danny was just saying there. We'll link over to that from the show notes. Also, if you'd like a copy of Dr. Meg Meeker's book, uh, we have that available. It's called Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture. We'd uh, ask for a generous donation of any amount, either a monthly pledge or a one time gift, and uh, we'll send that book to you. Details about that are in the show notes as well. Next time, we'll hear from Dr. Kevin Lehman and Gene Daly about responding when your child misbehaves. Um, For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.